to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. It's never true. Which is also a video game podcast today because Nick and I went to E3 a couple weeks ago when it happened. It was a lot of fun. We also got free beer. We did. Devolver is awesome. Devolver is great. It's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> uh, we also saw a lot of other great things. So that's Nick Valero. Usually I introduced Gene first, but he didn't go to E3. But that's okay because we've got other stuff to talk yeah, about today. I was that's, working, that's so. Next year. Yeah. That's next year. Yes, that, that's the goal. Uh, it's well, actually, I ended up working that in those days. So. Did you end up? Yeah. yeah. Well, no matter, TV what, show. no matter what it takes, we're going to find a way to get you. Okay. No matter who we have to bribe no. and do anything else. No, with. we're ethical. We're not the Trump administration, <laughs> Nicholas. Come on. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Okay, so it's actually kind of funny then because we each have like different perspectives on things that another one might not have today. Gene's going to introduce to Hereditary when we get there during the movie review section. Uh, Nick played some stuff at E3 that I didn't get my hands on, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah, so sure. it's very exciting. Diego had to go to the lost. Go to. Jurassic I had to go watch uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, and so he didn't get. I'll, to I'll talk stay about all, that. He didn't get to I'll stay talk about E3. that though. Yeah, I was there for two and a half days, which I mean, pretty good. Yeah. I, had, I had a good time, and yeah. I'm not the a, biggest video game guy. We got to hang so. out with our friends from Hyperkin. And yes, yeah, yeah Hyperkin. Thank you, Terrence and Celia. That was amazing. Yeah. Their food was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they got food, but it was really good. Uh, and thank you, Hannah, for not letting me burn down the booth. That's not important, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, first, first off, let's talk about E3, Nick. That was really fun. Uh, Gene, you, I mean, you watched the press conference. Yeah, I watched what, a lot. What, did you have any, like, anything that you were, like, really, like, I kind of want to play that or well, I wanted to get my hands on it? Yeah, even though I uh, don't have any idea what's about Death Stranding. Nobody knows what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> Death Stranding is uh, going to be my number one from everything I saw. Mm-hmm. That's, it looks that's like a walking simulator. But fun fact, we saw as much as you did, and we were at each <laughs> Yeah, you're at each other. It's not like I missed anything for that game. Son of a no, no, no. bitch. The only thing I got to see more is because I, I got to actually see Kojima. You got to like... In person? And, like, yeah, I got, and, like, walked by you. Does he like glow? No, because like, he, he's like Mads Mikkelsen, where it's just like, are you even real? You know, like, <laughs> no, but we but he went we, into a box. But, but yeah. me and Galizzi were like keeping our eyes on him because we're like, oh, this time he's not getting in a fucking box. <laughs> no, because like four years yeah. ago we we saw him yeah. and he was coming out of IGN, and then we went to the exit to go like get him to sign something, and dude disappeared. Like he was gone. Like he like he vanished. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. and we were, and then we all started joking, going like, look for a box. He's probably under there. Mm-hmm. So we were by the mixer booth. And I and like we just see this giant crowd being Gleezy because Gleezy had like an hour and we were like oh I wonder what I wonder what that is and he's like wouldn't it be funny if it was Kojima and then we and walk it by and it's fucking Kojima <laughs> we're just like Kojima's... oh my god it's Kojima how tall is he <laughs> he's about like I mean I'm sitting but he's like probably like yay yeah he's, okay he's, he's, he's a wee little, he's a little he's, dude he's a wee little lad yeah but I mean he's it's really cool and like he was surrounded by like a bunch of nerds and you can just kind of see him like kind of scared e, to E3 everyone's surrounded by a bunch of but nerds but it was really funny because you can kind of see he was a little scared of just like oh you guys gotta get me the hell out of here <laughs> get me away from this <laughs> like I'm really scared like uh, yeah on the, on the, <laughs> yeah. the rankings of like rabid fan bases just like Star Wars <laughs> video game nerds yeah Kojima's yeah, up like, there Kojima's yeah. definitely up there yeah. But uh, yeah, Death Stranding, I'm looking forward to. Uh, the reveals for the game, I guess they were reveals. The only thing that they... Technically. Could, well, uh, Kojima, Kojima did say, he, in which no one knows it's a joke, if it's a yeah. joke, if it's a, if, whether or not it's going to be uh, 12 hours of his cutscene and two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Kojima, there's going to be Kojima a said that like, in an interview, and like, everybody was like, is he fucking joking? He's probably joking. But yeah, also, you know I wouldn't what? be surprised. Like he's, cause I know he's gone on record, and people ask him, like, you know, would you ever be interested in like other mediums, like art forms and stuff? And he's like, 
Yeah, I, he, he seems like a dude who would direct the shit out of like some weird art house movie. Yeah, he's a pretty uh, big cinephile. Think, yeah, yeah, he's I a big like Nicholas Winding Refn fan, so clearly he <laughs> like, hangs out with him. You know? Yeah. yeah he you hangs know, out with him? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind that. And also, I would I kind of wouldn't mind those, um, what was it, those, those the, the live action kind of games where you make choices and oh. shit like that. I think that would be kind of interesting. Maybe. Kind of to do. But, but yeah, he. I have no idea. All we know is there's a baby. and The baby. And, it's and, a baby. And, Someone needs a baby. Reedus is in it. Like, Norman Reed. Well, uh, I like the stuff it. that you found out at the conference, like uh, the uh, bionic woman was going to be in it. Lindsay, uh, what's her name? Yeah, it's weird that the they, uh, he de-aged her. He was like, oh, yeah, I want to Well, maybe that's part of the story. Like, I... <laughs> no, 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 no. All we know is there's characters... <laughs> Norman Reedus walks a lot in the game, and, and there's a Leia, Leia Sado's in Leia it. She's the one yeah. who eats the weird baby yeah. maggot thing. But, yeah. No, I mean that's that cool. was weird. Bionic woman. But yeah, yeah, uh, I like that. It it's a Kojima weird game, so it's it. gonna be. It's probably gonna be pretty good. So. It's gonna be really fucking weird, though. Yeah, it's be out of course. There. Yeah, so. it's gonna be really. But that was uh, that was the one thing I was looking forward to. And it that was, one was uh, really cool. Was um, Diego, what about you? What, what was your favorite game from the show? So I got two things. Uh, I'm really looking forward to The Last of Us two. Okay. I thought that was I was, was a good that was a good because uh, at first the first season, the first season they released it was like it was just like this violent gory thing I'm like I yeah I, I get it like yeah. they like eviscerate some dude while he's hanging from a tree yeah and I was like I love the Last of Us this this is just you trying to be like aggressively like edgy. isn't this like edgy and stuff I'm like yeah. that's not why I care about the Last of Us like the oh. characters and this one's like all about that. And like the filmmaking, I guess like video game making yeah. in this, uh, like the oh, the way like they they cut like um, from the flashback to the present with like yeah. the panning around the that kiss, cool. which turns into her like stabbing a dude in the throat. I was like, what is happening? This is so cool. Like yeah. not the event, but like the way like, they made it. The, the jumping of time and everything like that. That's really cool. Yeah, it was like, like holy shit, it looks great. And then uh, there's that that bit where um, that thug like pushes Ellie down to the ground. Yeah, and then the yeah. lights like flowing from behind him and then she just plugs him full of like bullets and I was like yeah. whoa oh. this looks amazing yeah, I, mean, I think the only thing that was like kind of unfortunate about it was that all we got was the trailer like there was no there was no gameplay there was no yeah that's why like, I'm, I'm of two minds of this yeah, like, it looks great yeah. but I think the my favorite thing walking away from me 3 because I got my hands on it was uh, Skull and Bones the yes, pirate game we, we played about, yes. pirate game yeah it, it's, it's Ubisoft's so pirate much game fun. It's, okay. okay so imagine if is, you got Black Flag Mm-hmm. And then took out all the shitty Assassin's Creed's parts, and then just had a really awesome. Party. <laughs> it's that, that game, that? Yeah. and as okay. someone who loves Black Flag but doesn't like Assassin's Creed, this was it. That was it. Like I was one from that. We played on the first day too. Yeah, we played. So we, like that we, was we, it for me. That yeah, was, it was actually really cool right. because we we had gotten there and like we lucked out. The line was like super short. It was super short. We literally jumped in line and then. Five minutes into our line, this line went all the way to the back. Like it was, it just no. it, it expanded. Super yeah, we really fast. got lucky on that one. Yeah, we got that super was, lucky. Cool. But it, but the really cool thing about it was that you know, as you were playing, you can then make friends while you're there, and you can also have like rivalries. So you can even like battle other like ships. Other pirates. Yeah. When you, no, yeah. other players. We we were at, at the booth. They hook you up with like a, a row of like eight people. So four on yeah. one side. Of a of a of table like table. this, and then four on the other side, mm-hmm. and you were all the same world. yeah, mm-hmm. you could be on the same team and uh, hijack other ships yeah. and like attack yeah. other ships, or you all try to kill each other. Which we did a mix of that. Yeah, At first, we kind of tried taking each other yeah. out, and we teamed him. up. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> but hard. once we teamed up, we were oh, basically no, yeah. unstoppable. That was, was kind of great. So it was really funny because as we were playing, so the idea of the game is that. It's pirate. It, you're doing piratry, but you're no longer doing it in the Caribbean. You're doing it. This is what sold me. Yeah, you're doing it in like the Indian Ocean mm-hmm. and everything else. So you're you're because the the Caribbean has become too 
like too uh, like. Basically, piracy is like too outlawed. Okay. It, the the East India Trading Company. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, there's too much heat. So now we're going to go to India and we're going to go cut them off and we're going to go just do piracy and become like the biggest pirates in fucking India and shit like that. It's a pirate game about colonialism. <laughs> yeah. Holy and because, shit. And because the colonists and because colonial, colonialism is going that way, you're just robbing the shit out of, colon, out of colonists. Mm. Colonists. It's fucking colonists. awesome. Colonists. Colonists. Why could I not get that word out? I, I don't know. Anyway, but the, thing, but the thing that was really cool about it was that let's say that you're battling a ship that was way stronger than you. You could call a friend to then help you and then you could then like you can get like eight people to all help you kill this guy and then you can split the fucking treasure and you can all go like, all right, cool. We all get like a little bits of treasure and shit like that. Or you could fucking kill each other like yeah. pirates do and was, try and whoever can get the gold is whoever get the gold. No, it, it was, Dude, it was, it was so much such fun. a good time. Yeah. It was yeah. It, not only that, but also me and Diego were at the end of the, at the end of the game, at the end of the demo, our lives are pretty low. And everything like that. And the guy's like, you guys only got 45 seconds. And we see the other <laughs> six players coming and they've all banded together to make their own little like pirate, like pirate village. I mean, uh, like their own little like tribe of pirates. And they're all like, let's just kill everything. And me and Diego see it. We're just like, let's fucking kill them. <laughs> just sail in to the middle of like six pirate ships and we're able to kill like at least a good four of them mm-hmm. like yeah, there was we, only like we, two we ships it. left I was, I was very impressed with yeah. this yeah. Like, and, then we, and then the demo finally ends and then both of us explode and we were just like oh we went down like men it was awesome <laughs> like it was, real pirates yeah, yeah it was yeah. A, it, and by god I was like I want to buy this game like by the time I finished the demo I was like I, I was like I want to buy, buy this, this right now I buy, I, if, if they were selling it I, I would have got it there too yeah and everything like that. The uh, old, what about yours? Um, the the one game that I got that I that was like kind of like was like the hardest fucking game to get at E three was Kingdom Hearts. That yeah. was like the hardest game to get while you were there. Could imagine that, one. Oh, dude, the yeah. line. The People line, only waited like I don't know how many years, sixteen, whatever. Yeah, now? no, the line every 3, single time we went up there was somewhere near three to four hours, like just to wait to get to uh, like play this demo. Mm-hmm. and stuff like that it was really cool um the mechanics are really nice uh which it's very fluid it's very it, it feels a lot like uh they, they took the mechanics from 2.5 and 2.8 yeah and then they upgraded them and they were just like okay these mechanics worked really well we're gonna take them and we're gonna put them in three mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna give them like a couple of like little cool things so like yeah. now you have guns and you can do and like you can summon different things and like but they all have to do with like different disney movies and everything else right. it's uh, really fun a shout out to uh them for like acknowledging that the pirates of the caribbean world didn't go over so well in kingdom hearts so we're gonna double down. Yeah, not no, but like, yeah, but they, they fixed the problem because yeah. in, in Kingdom Hearts two, it was just like the juxtaposition between like photorealism with the pirates characters, yeah. and then like anime, the anime with the, the Kingdom Hearts characters. Is weird. Yeah. So they just they, they just nice made them. Mix. Yeah, yeah, it makes it flow better. It looks it, it they look photorealistic, but also not. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Like they, they, it's a nice little blend of well, the video like, games. Yeah, but I mean, no, but I mean, like they, they they use the art style and they mixed it the, like yeah. a proper way. And so there's this weird like Hydra heartless thing yeah. that was like, oh, I love dragons. So this, Not only that, but great. also it was really cool because you can like you can actually like get the powers of like Simba or like one of the summonings is you can actually summon the teacups ride. And like basically, like teacups. Wait, the just, Disneyland, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. You can yeah. summon the teacups ride, and like all the teacups are just like going around, just hitting all the enemies and stuff like that. They're bouncing off the enemies, and just like, and you're just like inside the middle of one, and you're just like killing everything. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it 
so much fun. Yeah. Were you um, surprised by any characters that they included in this time? You know what? Uh, the only thing me and Diego got into an argument about was whether or not Johnny Depp was actually in the game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's his voice. Yeah, because like whoever they got, either if they got the guy that did, uh, which are, if they got Johnny Depp, cool. If not, the voice. Well, no, yeah. no, well, it's I mean, not cool. Well, I mean, for, it, it, his, <laughs> I mean, if if they got Johnny Depp, you know. Good for him. Uh, every, really quick, we should all read the Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone piece <laughs> that came pretty out. Stone? Rolling, uh, Rolling, yeah, Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone. The Rolling Stone did a great. It was a pretty depressing. <laughs> did they really? Uh, that that man is. I I almost feel bad for him, but he's almost. clearly he's clearly like scum of the earth, so I don't almost. care that much. Okay, yeah. well you know I guess <laughs> so. good for him that he got a job. I don't know. Like, look, look, man. Cool, you got. You got to be a certain type of asshole to lose six hundred million dollars. Yeah. Could imagine like he's spending all. Do you remember the Simpsons where he spends it? Uh, Bleeding Gums Murphy spends it all on Faberge eggs. Probably wasted his money. Said, no, he's an alcoholic. He's like oh, a okay. severe alcoholic. So it's it's anyway, really sad. But whoever they got sounds a lot like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like, it was like really close and everything like that. So they got another severe alcoholic. <laughs> Either that or they got the guy from the Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. What James other uh, what other games interested you? Because um, oh, I got two um, more I want to mention. Spider Man. Move on. Spider Man was a lot of fun. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. I, I got, you didn't I, get a point? I, I got to. Damn, Every single last time day we, we were on different schedules. We were yeah. on totally different schedules. And yeah. because I was by myself, I like when you're by yourself, you can just you can scheme your way into Yeah, that's places true. And shit like that. Because uh, literally, I was just like, I'm by myself. And the girl was like, sorry, the line's closed. And I'm like, I'm just one person. Is there any way you can get it? I, I literally leave. Like, I'm not even sure. you know who I am? No, no, no. <laughs> what I told her was, I go, literally, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to like, play this game because I have to like I have to leave soon and everything like that and she was like alright well it's just you're just one person go ahead and I was like ha I don't have to leave for like six hours I'm here <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah no Spider-Man was really cool um, I know I used the, the, the terminology but I mean it, it, it really does play like Batman like Arkham, like Arkham Asylum, <laughs> yeah. but, in, but but like if you got all if you got Batman and then he fights like Spider-Man but like all the mechanics were there like uh, what was it he had a like the um, you could see like spidey sense go off when somebody was about to attack you and there was like a counter button where you can then like flip over people and mm-hmm. like dodge or anything like that you can use your web slingers and like there's a combination of buttons that you mm-hmm. can like use specific things or you can use the environment around you it was really it was a lot of fun I mean it was really cool and not only that but also it was a completely open world where you have the entire you know island of Manhattan to yourself mm-hmm. and you're just web swinging all over town just saving the day you know there was and there was like bank robberies and there was like uh what was it's it all like, very lived in yeah it was it, oh, that's it, cool it was very cool where you can like where there's like little tiny things that are going on not just the main story where like you're you know there was like a little lady there was a there was an actual <laughs> one where you can help a little lady get a cat from a tree and stuff <laughs> oh like that's that. great that's and great like, there's like one where like these guys are like sticking up a convenience store and then like as they're exiting you just see spider-man come out of nowhere and then like you see him like web them up and then he like goes like all right cool bye and like he takes off and stuff like that so it very much felt like you were in the universe of Spider-Man okay and stuff like that yeah. and that so, was really cool did you cool. guys hear about the secret villain who's not that secret if you it's probably Dr. Octopus uh, skip ahead to 10 seconds don't say the name alright in 3, 2, 1 skip ahead it's, it's Dr. Octopus yeah, yeah. Don't, don't say it, don't I, say I, it I again would, but I would like, imagine, I would imagine so I mean it, it's kind of obvious when you see what they're assembling yeah, yeah. so it's Sinister like Sinister 6 uh, yeah. uh, the other two I wanted to mention is a smaller one Desert Child uh, which is like a kind of retro, like Cowboy Bebop style that was really cool. little indie game yeah, that, really that's coming it. out soon. I think it's an alpha stage. It's an alpha stage, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, that was just the vibe, the like the way it played and everything. Like, it was, that was right up my alley. Like I'm yeah, gonna buy the shit it, out of that. It was it was very it was very retro and like it, it, 
like as you were doing because you're, you're basically racing through the desert and stuff like that and you're trying to like uh, and you're trying to like do specific things but like you know you have to like replenish your energy so you have to go to the which one like you have to get to go to like the diner and go eat and then you have to like repair your bike and shit like that but it was it was really cool it, you know what it, you know it, it had the same art style as uh, Hotline Miami yeah yeah it very much like resembled Hotline Miami yeah but uh, it, it, it doesn't look as mean ignore that that wasn't anything yeah. no but uh, yeah you're right it doesn't look as mean it, yeah. it, it's very it's a lot more like peppy and a lot more like yeah. I, I don't know about peppy it's, it's it's very much like a piece of cowboy bebop like yeah. style like that, that, that moodiness that and loneliness and I, and that, I think that's like, what sold you jazz riff the, oh yeah we were, cowboy we bebop when we, the shit when we were talking to one of the developers of the game he was like oh no we took a lot of like inspiration from cowboy bebop <laughs> and like Diego was like really yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was like that as was soon great. as he said that, Diego was just like, "I'm in, I'm playing, I'm yeah. playing." Um, and then the other one, just because I'm a huge Spyro fan, and because the game felt exactly as it did back then with updated graphics for now, hmm? Spyro. Is uh, it like an update? Yeah, it's, it's a, a remaster, severe like yeah. remaster. Okay, and it is it plays wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's. Did you, do, did you end up? What did you end up doing with the patch? I still have it. It's just sitting in your room. Yeah, I'm gonna add it to something. I'm gonna okay. get another jacket for it. But uh, sure. no, it's if you're a Spyro fan, if you're not a Spyro fan, but yeah, it's one of those games that's uh, fun for all ages. And I think honestly, we need more games like that because so many games like so many different things, but not fun for the whole all family. Yeah. You know, yeah. often. Is it and, still by Naughty Dog? Uh, no, it was never by Naughty Dog. It it's was like Insomnia. Insomnia. I think it's Insomnia. Yeah, and um, yeah, it it played like a dream, and I I, I cannot uh, wait Jack for that. But uh, no, yeah, Spiral, Spiral was really fun. Never thought, which was actually really funny because I went to the uh, when I went back to the booth because every single day they were giving out different like new pieces of like swag. Sure. And Diego wanted to get every single piece, yeah. but also Diego didn't want to go like back to the booth. <laughs> well, that's not what happened. Well, I was covering other booths. <laughs> yeah, he went to go cover. Which booths. you're seeing over the video <laughs> yeah. feed right now as we're yeah. talking. So what ended up happening was that uh, Diego went to go, which I, I have to admit that was really cool. He went to uh, Fallout 76. Oh, that's and he was right. standing in line, and then like I'm like trying to hurry up to get into Fallout 76, and I look at the spiral line, and I'm like, it's only two people. I would have been I the same. Can, I no. can wait. And like I went in and I played it again, got the little patch for Diego, and then as Thank soon you. as I and then as soon as I got up there, Diego was literally making an appointment to get to Fallout, and I'm like, oh, I was in the bathroom. <laughs> can I get in? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got, so we got best of both worlds. It was yeah, fun. Dope. He got okay. his spiral thing, That's and I cool. got to, mm-hmm. and, and that was that was a cool booth. Yes, I, I have the glasses with me right now, actually. Yeah, no, but I mean, oh, uh, the, put a picture the up. Bethesda, Bethesda had a really cool like. Yeah, it was a full on like Fallout experience. We got it. We got to move on to movie stuff right now, but like, yeah, the, the sure. Bethesda booth. They didn't have any yeah. gameplay. It literally like nothing visually for Fallout seventy six, but the yeah. booth was fun. It was a nice hooking boat. That's all I got. It was, yeah. uh, it was yeah. very interactive. Yeah, it was. A, okay. It was. A, it was a period. It was very much period, and you would. And uh, it was celebrating because it was the because Fallout seventy six is the first vault. In it's, the it's game about, universe. In in their universes, is all about like the very first vaults, hmm. and like everybody getting assigned their vaults and everything like that. So sure. when you went to the booth, you stood in the line, and then once you went, you actually got like a card that showed your that like was like, hey, this is you, and everything like that. Like this is your admittance into the vaults, and then. You actually went through like tests, so charisma, lucky, and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, and you just got to do everything like that, and that was really cool. It was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. We don't know where fucking Kyle. Went. Oh yeah, Kyle. If you're out, <laughs> we we lost someone on the on the tour. We we thought it was part of the the in universe joke 
But that person just left, I guess. Okay. But it was really funny. And so we never found that person again throughout the whole little routine. Because so, when we were in there, we were, we were doing like this, like, uh, this puzzle that we had to do with like items and stuff like that. Sure. And as we were in there, the, which, like, he had sent us down a couple, like, he was like, oh, no, put it right here. And they were, they were the wrong answers. So the guy was like, this guy, Kyle, you guys should really get rid of him. You know, he's going he's gonna to get you guys all killed. And we were like, oh, huh, that's funny. And then we all left that room. And then we looked back. He was gone. <laughs> So, like, I don't know how, like, seriously you're taking this, but there might have actually been a murder <laughs> at this booth, and like, we just no, didn't dude, even like, realize seriously, it. Though, like, there was four of us, there were five of us, went down to four, and we were just like, does, does somebody get picked off every single one? Like, are they just going to slowly ask us to leave yeah, every so, single time? Yeah, uh, I don't know. But, uh, so that was really cool. Yeah, E3 was solid. Solid, solid stuff this year. Yeah. Good-looking games. Yeah, the only uh, negative I had to say about it is there was a lot of booths that were copying games, like games mm. you, you could play a specific game that was new. Oh, that's not a negative for like, me at all. I just wish I knew about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Tomb Raider, really quick. Um, not looking forward to it as much it's as okay. I was. Yeah, after playing the demo? Yeah, it plays fine. The story looks <laughs> bad. Uh, I'll have to go in more detail about that another time because you've got to move on. Which is uh, a Tomb Raider movie. Do we have a sponsor today, Jim? Uh, yeah, we do. Okay, then we're going to cut to that right now. What are you uh, chewing loudly into the microphone? Right? Oh, I'm eating a churro from the Grizzly Churro. It seems very oddly proud of place for Shut up, I love this new sponsor, Grizzly Churro Company. Definitely the best churros in SoCal. Yeah, they make all their ingredients homegrown. Oh, we, we're not paid to say this. If you want to find them, go ahead and find them at Grizzly Churros on their social media up the do- down below. Wasn't that great? I love money. So, we're here to talk about movies now. E3's dead until next year, and then we're all going to go back to it like the capitalist slaves we are. <laughs> but, uh, Gene, you saw a movie that neither Nick and I saw, but I intended to see yeah, it, and I missed out I on it. Yeah, I really uh, I'll probably it. have to watch it, like, tomorrow or something, and I yeah. didn't want to postpone recording this episode, because I want to get this sure. up by Monday morning. Okay. But Hereditary is making the waves for horror fans, for movie fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people like it more than others. A little controversial at times. It reminds me of The Witch, in terms um, of reception, where most really? people love it, mm-hmm. but other people are like, does this really count as a horror movie? Because they don't know what yeah. they're talking about, you know? Well, uh, what I would uh, what I liked about it was it was it was I would say maybe uh, audience wise it's like the witch, and maybe it's divisive, but I would say it's more like the Exorcist, where it's like a uh, drama up until like a certain point, and then it becomes like a horror. Film. Oh, okay. oh, so this is gonna be my favorite movie of the year, yeah. is what you're saying? Yeah, I would, oh, that's I, cool. I would compare it more to the Exorcist, if anything. Really? Yeah. That's but I, I really enjoyed The Witch. I saw it, uh, I think it came out two weeks ago. I saw it opening day. And, uh, you mean Hereditary? Hereditary, excuse yeah. me. No, we saw The Witch. Yeah. That movie it's cursed yeah, me. Cursed you. Had a bunny nose. Uh, Hereditary, um, yeah, I saw opening day. And I didn't, I didn't see any of the trailers. Mm-hmm. I, just I, I still have it, so yeah. I'm going to keep it that way. I just, it was incidental. I didn't see any of the trailers either. I, I, I wasn't like, oh, I, I want to be surprised. It was just like, oh, um, I know this is a good movie. And I just didn't get a chance to see any of the trailers. But, um... You know, someone said to see it, so I saw it, and uh, it it is a uh, it's just like a horror film that I wouldn't say it's less about jump scares. There are some scares. It's not jumpy, jump s scares. It's but much more of like a psychological horror. 
Uh, elements. I would just say it really just like the whole thing is just unsettling and creepy. Mm. Like it makes you feel like uh, my friend, uh, another horror filmmaker, he said like it's like it's it's not scary. It's like ruin your life. It's <laughs> like it, uh, it ruins your life. It kills that, your dog. It's that, it's that, it's it uh, that, makes you not sleep for like a it's week. It's a line from uh, 21 Jump Street. We're trying to show them a good time, not ruin their fucking lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'll ruin your fucking life. <laughs> uh, friend, friend of the show, uh, Shannon Strucci at Strucci Movies on YouTube. Go check out her stuff. She did a really good review of Hereditary. I only listened to about 10 minutes of it because I didn't want to get spoiled by anything. Sure. Yeah. I didn't know how in depth she was going to go with that. Um, but she, she has a really great breakdown of it too because mm-hmm. we got we to gotta hop on other stuff. But uh, you'd recommend it. I would recommend it. And, uh, yeah, Ari, I believe his name is Ari Asher? Ari, Ari Asher, I think. Yeah. I, I remember hearing the name, so, yeah. yeah. It's, like, his first movie, too, yeah, huh? I believe it's, like, one of his first movies, if that's not cool. his first film. That's cool, So yeah. that's uh, pretty cool that he managed to um, put out, like, such a classic. I like nice the, the, in the last past couple of years, like, first movie, first time, like, directing, of, especially of anything, but just in general, like, horror films. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like they're already going to be, like, Oh yeah, they're classics. Like, yeah, gonna be classic. yeah. I think uh, I think we should we should hold back on terms yeah. like classics. Not that I'm not gonna like like yeah. it, or just like whatever. Just like it's these are great iconic, movies coming out yeah. of the gate. You Could know? say I, something I, iconic, yeah. classic. Look, I think we should hold off on that when they come out like uh, two. Well, I mean, years some ago, stuff you, know? you could just tell. I mean, you can you yeah. can sometimes I, you I can feel tell, like for but, like, I feel like this is exception. I feel, I feel like Get Out would become like a classic. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. But like, let's talk about it in the now. I will say, I will say like probably like drink. Drink something after. Okay. Okay. Oh, have that's great. Drink, I love drinking. Have a stiff drink after. Okay. How about old fashioned? Oh uh, yeah, old fashioned. Yeah. That work. Speaking of old yeah, fashioned, I don't want to spoil anything. Else. There's no old school like the old school. So I'm glad that we can shift the conversation to Incredibles Two, hey. the movie about old school versus new school, mm-hmm. and a whole lot of other things. Nick, yeah, would you like uh, to introduce this episode? Yeah. Uh, this is movie, not episode. Uh, uh, this is all. Uh, Incredibles two is something that Brad Bird has been cooking up since the end of Incredibles one. You know, he's been they've been uh, really going in, diving in, and trying to get like what exactly they could do for this sequel. And I think that you know the sequel really did it really pays off. It really shows that there was a lot of time and there's a lot of love into this movie because it, it really does hit all the right points. You know, it, it does like a role reversal with uh, specific things. I, how how in depth do you want me to go? Uh, let's just do spoilers for this one because Incredible. The next two movies, they're pretty big yeah, blockbusters. Pretty, I think yeah. we could. We're gonna talk spoilers for Fallen Kingdom and Incredibles two mm-hmm. from here on out. Just a heads up. Okay, so I'll leave when I fall in Fallen. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, no, but I, I do think that Incredibles did a really good job. I mean, I really loved seeing the family aspect of uh, what was it of them you know, becoming a closer-knit family. You know, they, they're all out with their powers and they're all open to, you know, experiencing new things and, like, becoming heroes. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's that's really awesome. And I think that the villain... The villain is a little bit weaker and not as fun as Syndrome. You know, the, the screen slaver is, you know, it's, it's a villain and everything like that. But I think what she meant behind it was really good and everything like that. Uh, you know, the, this depend Because... They do have a point. We are very dependent on screens. We're dependent on, uh, what was it? We're, we're dependent on computers. We're dependent on everything like that. And very much once they're in front of us, we're, we're, we become slaves to it. And, and I think that's, and that's a really interesting message to go about, especially since it's a movie that takes place in the 60s. Well, it, it, it's an alternate it, little yeah, thing. The, I don't think it's in the yeah. 60s. It is. It's uh, which, uh, 1962 was, was the original movie. 
Are you sure? I'm pretty sure there's no like set. Well, uh, like, what can you say it's to like back a, this up? Alternate um, thing. Like, did you yeah. see a when, like a uh, news alert? When Mr. When Mr. Parr uh, picks up the newspaper, it says June 25th, 1962. Okay, okay. well, we'll have to uh, see. see a it's even weirder there. for me that Screen Slaver is the villain in this then, because yeah. like they didn't they, they had old TVs. They did. Was it? Like well, that. yeah, because <laughs> I always assumed it's, it's much, like it's uh, like, like Batman, modern, the animated yeah. series, or Superman. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my or thing. Or just like, as an it was art a DC style. thing, basically. Like it has like an Art Deco yeah. style. For I some mean, but I I really do. I, I really liked it and everything like that. I think that there was a couple of like really cool scenes in it. You know, you actually get to see uh, what was it, Elastigirl finally. You know. Unleashed, yeah. like finally unleashed, and you know you got to. See Not that she wasn't like the best part of the first movie, yeah, basically. But I and I, I I love the idea that they were just like Jaja was like a secretly like was secretly like a genius character. We should have used him more inside mm. of Incredibles One. Right. I really did enjoy the the whole like. I'll straight up disagree with you right there. Do you like the Jack Jack? No, no, no. Like I love Jack. I'm saying like I don't think they realized they did anything wrong with Jack Jack. I think they used him the amount they needed to in the first movie yeah. and they used him the amount they needed to in this movie. No, yeah, you know Jack-Jack right. is the shit. I if you don't Jack-Jack. like Jack-Jack, you're just like an asshole. I love Jack-Jack and I think that's the entire idea of you know uh, Jack-Jack attacks and everything like that. Yeah. You know, that little tiny short. Sure. But I, I really did, I really enjoyed it and you know, it was really, it was, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I, the entire time I had, a, I had a grin on my face the entire movie just kind of going like this is, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the villain is a little bit, you know, it's kind of in front of your face. I mean, the entire the entire time I was like, okay, I know the exactly. villain. It's, I know who the villain is. I love Incredibles too, yeah. with all my heart, while also being like, oh yeah, thematically, this is all over the like every fifteen to twenty minutes. There's like a new like theme that concludes and moves on to another section. And yeah. now it feels like a series of like short films that end up making a full movie. <laughs> kind yeah. of. I'm okay with that. But it, to say that there's like any like thematic through line through the entire it, movie, I think is kind of the, a lie. The only thing is that it, it, the only reason why I, I'm okay with it is because it, they, they figured out a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it because Brad Bird's the shit. Yeah. <laughs> he directed the shit out of this movie. <laughs> he really did direct the shit yeah. out of this uh, movie. I, I would say that there's no like emotional height like compared to the first one. You know, like where you're like on the verge of tears of like excitement or anything. Mm-hmm. Like excitement's here still. But yeah, like, it didn't um, have quite like the same uh, moments that the first one. Like did. I always think of like the, the, the moment in the like first the one. Or anything like that. No, 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 like no, no. with I mean, uh, like, Dash and he's like running. No, no, no not even that. Like, um, like just the moment where uh, uh, Mister. Incredible tells his family to wait in the van while he goes take on the giant robot, and they're like, "What? Like, like why? Like, because you think that'll make you stronger?" And it's the, the mm-hmm. revelation is that like he can't lose his family. He, he mm-hmm. all this physical strength is nothing yeah. if, without yeah. his family because that's the most important thing. I, There's no I, moment like that in this, and that's fine. Let's hold on for a second. No moment like what? It cut off right in the middle of your sentence. Okay. Well, I'm gonna play over the stuff over. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, cards full. Nope. I'm gonna pause this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pause it. Uh. Yeah. Press play. Is that, is that it? Yeah. It's going. It's going. Okay. Oops. Shit. Um. Shit. What was I saying? Yeah, Fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's no like thematic through line. There's nothing like really tying these these sequences together except for the plot. There which is, is which is fine. I like I, I I that might sound a little harsh for this movie. Yeah. I really did love this movie, mm-hmm. but I just feel that it's. Yeah, it's just like a stupid ass complaint everyone always says about sequels like oh it's not as good as the first like it's it's not but that's okay well, that's fine I mean, the only Incredibles thing, is like my favorite Pixar I mean, movie so. I mean let's, let's be honest there's only been one Pixar movie that's gotten better with its sequels and that's Toy Story Toy Story yeah it's the only one that's ever gotten better with its sequels yeah but uh, the thing is that I, I 
like you're right. It doesn't have that scene where Mister Incredible like basically says, uh, "Which like I thought I lost you once, and I can't, and I, and I yeah. don't want to ever feel like that again." And, yeah. that, and that's a really interesting like emotional part. I mean, but it also Incredibles one was very like it was it was very much for adults. <laughs> It's very for the whole family movie. It's, yeah, it's mature. Yeah, it's very, the kids get into it because there's a buoyancy to it. Brad Bird understands the limits of animation, how yeah. to like break them down entirely. Yeah, like holy like, shit! Like I mean, there's, I mean, if you really think about so it, talented. If there's, a, if there's a, I mean, if you really think back on Incredibles one, there's an entire like, it, there's an entire part of the movie where Mr., where Mrs. Incredible thinks that he's having an affair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. as you're watching, you're going like, this is a kids movie. Like, why are we talking about like yeah. two people? Like, there's an entire scene where like as he's getting thinner, she continues to. Or someone tries to commit in. suicide. Yeah, there's a dude who tries to commit suicide in, like the first ten minutes. Oh, of the, movie. the <laughs> syndrome dies by falling into so, a jet yeah. propeller. Yeah. There's like multiple heroes that die yeah. in the movie. Right. It's like well, been Baby dead. Watchmen. This is baby's first Watchmen. It actually does open up like Watchmen. It's it's also much better a movie than Watchmen, but that's not going to work. It's also Fantastic Four. But yeah, it's um, the best fantastic. Yeah, this is movie. this is actually the first film. Yeah, no, I was I was really good. I was really surprised by it. It's good um, to see him get like another uh, like uh, kind of hit. Yeah, hit at his like hit because this is incredible swing. Yeah, tomorrow I really like Tomorrowland, but that like I haven't seen Tomorrowland yet. I like it. Yeah, I was assuming to I I haven't seen Tomorrowland yet, but. Came out three years ago. I'm I'm excited to watch it because I love Brad Bird. Yeah, his Mission Impossible is still my favorite Mission Impossible. Yeah. So you know, yeah, just little things. But wait, which Mission Impossible did he direct? Ghost Protocol. No shit. That yeah. explains why I really like that movie. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like one of our greatest action directors ever. I don't know why he doesn't direct more movies. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what? I, I really like Ghost Protocol. Out of all of the ones, out of all the initiative, I just re- recently rewatched them, and I'm like, fuck, Ghost Protocol is really Ghost, good. Ghost Protocol yeah. is shit, yeah. It's because But, uh, okay, what, what I did love about The Incredibles 2 also is that, like, even though it doesn't have that moment, it builds upon that moment, I think, in the role reversals. Because, like, you know, there's always, like, all these gender stereotypes where it's like, hey, the mom stays at home while the dad yeah. goes and gets the paychecks and does the heavy lifting and stuff. And so, like... Of course, you gotta kind of mix it up. Not only because like it's it's progressive, but like mm-hmm. that's more challenging for both characters. Sure. You know, yeah, they, that's total, that's the best way to, to like challenge them, push them forward as a family unit. You yeah, know? you get you get them out of their com- out of their their area of comfortability. And I really did enjoy those watching those scenes where you know where uh, Mr. Incredible was just you know being at home with his kids. And yeah. he's, he's trying to learn new math. He's just a dad. And like <laughs> he, and he and he's just being a dad. And, and that's like, what I was really worried about going into it though cuz none of the trailers really sold me. None of the, yeah. the modern Pixar trailers have been yeah. very good. All the movies say, have been pretty good yeah. but like you know. But trailer, like, uh, yeah, trailers, when he's like yelling at math like old man doesn't get new thing and screen right. slaver sounds like a fucking hokey ass villain. Yeah. That sounds like a, a baby boomer so being is, like technology is evil, you know? So does uh what was it? Uh the underminer. The underminer. Underminer's cute. There's there's nothing there's nothing like uh, cynical about that. The other stuff on the surface, if it wasn't Brad Bird, if it was like Colin Trevor or something, that's a cynical <laughs> ass movie. But Brad Bird understands that there's no there's, there's no black and white situation. Yeah. That there's all the stuff in the middle, and then the pars, the Incredibles are just figuring all that out. Well, I I, I really liked um, her the, the the main villain's point of view. I I really enjoyed her point of view of going. No, it's, it's not that supers could have saved my parents. It's my it's it's supers' fault that my parents died, because if they would have just went into the safe room, and they would have just waited out the mur- like the whole like robbery, they would have been fine instead of like depending on superheroes. Like they could have saved themselves. They didn't need superheroes, 
And I think that's and it's an interesting idea of like, yeah, we have a lot of hero worship where a lot of people could, you just save yourself. And you, you don't have to depend on other people and stuff like that. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's very interesting. Right. It's uh, Brad Bird. I don't know if you guys know this. He has this uh, common criticism from certain yeah. groups of people that like uh, his work is very like objectivist yeah. and such a surface level. Yeah. Like I, I mean, on the surface thing. level, I get it too. But like uh, the, the whole complaint is that for people who don't know that because uh, his work is often about gifted people and how mm-hmm. on the surface it looks like the movies are about the gifted people being held back by the regular people. And yeah. it's like not yeah. that at all. Like the Incredibles, they're, they're incredible, but mm-hmm. they're people with flaws just like everyone else. They just have different struggles than yeah. we do. They're That's family. literally it. <laughs> It's yeah. literally it's fiction, so I mean I'm not saying to like disregard that entirely. Like I, but I think that this movie more than anything else is him almost like confronting that criticism. Yeah. Because the struggles here, like Gene and I were talking about it after I saw it too, were like, yeah, like the kids don't really have anything incredible going on until mm-hmm. the finale, but it's like their struggles are all normal Everything. stuff. Yeah, yeah. With, along with Mister Incredible. Right. I mean, te- I mean, That's their their thing. I mean, technically, if you think about it, I mean the only people that actually have like a through. I mean, Dash doesn't really do much in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I was a little disappointed really with... He doesn't have a storyline in the movie. Yeah. He's, he's just kind of there, and he's there to kind of be just like an annoying little brother to, mm-hmm. to Violet. That's about it. Right. But I mean, but it's okay because I, th- because I think Dash's personality, he's a lot better in spurts than he is throughout the entire movie. Sure. Yeah. Because I think if not, he, he would just get really annoying really quick. Mm-hmm. And he'd just be kind of like, okay, I'm done with Dash. Like, you don't need to keep on showing me Dash. Whereas because he's like just kind of like sprinkled in there little pieces, you're like, I love Dash. Dash is so much fun. Yeah, Dash is great. Dash is great. Uh, I really love Violet too, because mm-hmm. like I, I know some people are like, oh, we, uh, they wanted to see the Incredibles like age with us. No, I'm, I'm glad that, they yeah, did it because the whole point of these timeless. characters, they're uh, they're timeless as well. But like the whole point of these characters and their powers are representative of the stage they are at their lives. Yeah, you know, and like what they represent in the family and the traditional nuclear family unit, and so like babies like. You can't predict it, so it's like all these superpowers. Uh, yeah. ja- uh, Dash is, is just fucking energetic, little annoying boy, so he fucking runs all over the place. Violet's insecure and she doesn't feel seen. Yeah, and so she's invisible, force fields, whatever. And it's that's Brad yeah. Bird's the shit. Brad yeah. Bird's the shit. It, 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 <laughs> He's no, the best. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, it's very it's it's very reminiscent of like the first season of Misfits. Like that's why I think Misfits, <laughs> Misfits and Heroes. Like, yeah, like, first season. When of those good shows were good. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the good seasons of those shows are all about people who get powers that represent their 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 inner struggle mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I I do feel like that's that's definitely what happens in the Incredibles and Incredibles too. Uh, and I I do like seeing Violet's you know this whole like thing of Violet being able to get the guy at the end of Incredibles one, and then in order to save her. Like her, her secret identity has to lose the guy, and now Mister Incredible has to figure out how to get them back together. Yeah. Not only and that, it's because the, the whole thing. I guess if there is one big idea that carries out the entire movie, this is, might be kind of a stretch. So if someone's like, "I don't agree," I'll be like, "Yeah, I get it." Okay. Um, is that uh, it's the parents fighting for the right for their kids to have a choice, you know? And so yeah. she had that choice taken from her. To de- how to deal with that situation, and so he's like, "Oh shit, that was wrong of me to do that." So now I gotta mind make amends with my daughter yeah. by allowing her to have that choice later. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because she, he didn't even give him the choice of like going like, "Oh, I will tell people, or I won't tell people." Yeah, and he okay. kind of just ripped that away from her, and it's yeah. and it's an interesting idea and everything like that. I mean, and the, the supers had happened to them; they had the choice taken away from them whether or not they yeah. wanted to help people or not. And yeah. I, I, I did because I was thinking, I was thinking like uh, also that 
you know, especially with like all these new superheroes that they're introducing and stuff like that, and like these these like these heroes that have all been kind of in hiding and stuff like that. These people that have been like, oh well, we've had to hide who we are and everything like that. Now get a, a new world that they can kind of come out to mm-hmm. and everything like that. And to think that you know, Mister Incredible and Elastigirl and Frozo would kind of be like those poster children of like the the old guard kind of like coming back and like being able to save everybody. All these mm-hmm. people that have been. Uh, Downsized. Yeah. No. Uh, Damn good movie. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, maybe the best cinematography of all year. Not just because it's animation; you could do literally anything with it. Yeah. But, like it's just gorgeous looking. Yeah. And like, Is oh my also, god, it's it's, it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's not because we know somebody that was that, that worked on it, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not not just that. Uh, <laughs> just because we know somebody who did the animation, that, yeah. that's not the reason, right? You know, that's true. I guess we should, we should disclose that as well. Yeah, we did know someone in the development process of it. That's not the reason why it's awesome. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's not the reason. It's the movie of the summer. Yeah. But um, uh, it's it was Teresa, right? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Teresa Reyes yeah. for your fantastic work on this. Well, we'll have to ask her why they redesigned Tony's more. face. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Tony from the first movie to Incredibles Two, Violet's love interest. Yeah. It looks, looks like an entirely different person. Like, yeah. he was murdered and replaced with a different Tony. <laughs> with a different Tony? They didn't wipe his they, mind. They, they just murdered him. <laughs> they just, just murdered him, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's that. Well, they, uh, used the, they, they used a lot of uh, character assets that were from other people. And yeah. They, and they used it in other places. Like, the guy who played, um, what was it, the electric? He, he electric? The dude who can, like, shoot lightning at yeah. his hands? Oh, yeah. He was originally supposed to be the villain. Hmm. Oh, okay. Because he, uh, he wasn't supposed to have a sister. He was supposed to have a brother. Mm-hmm. And then she was supposed to be she electric. Ah, okay. And they and switched it, it. And then they ended up just switching them and uh, stuff like that. And actually, then, that's that's an interesting real point, real quick. Go, go ahead, finish. Cause I oh, yeah. Off. And then also, um, what was it? Frozo's uh, wife was going to be in the movie. There was, she was going to be in like a small like a small part of the movie oh. and stuff like that. And then she ended up getting cut. And then they were like, Ooh. okay. So what they ended up doing is they ended up using her for uh, one of the superheroes at the very end from like a European that's being introduced. Mm-hmm. She's like the really tall one with goggles and wearing a purple suit hmm. and everything like that. So, I mean, they used multiple, like, assets. Like, assets they didn't use on... Uh, they were like, oh, this would be a really cool character, and they didn't use it. They just used it on hmm. Storyboarding. That's how yeah, that's, um, how, that's how animation works because it's so too expensive I, to redesign someone We else. all want an Incredibles 3 now. Yes. Probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Just because Brad Bird's the shit and Incredibles is the shit. Yes. Uh, a super villain has to be super powered for that one, I think, by this point. Yeah. Not, not. I don't care about the the Randian objectivism complaint. Just like I think that's the next like logical conclusion. And the first two are about the parents, so the third one has to be about the kids. Yeah, right. So that's, what I was saying is I because I, I was thinking the same thing, and I thought that because this one is very much a passing of the torch to like the kids of the next generation of supers, that the only way to logically do that is you have to either do a five to ten year gap. No, still no. Really? Still no. Yeah. No, the, okay, hold on. Hear me out on this one. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm saying that is because as of right now, if you do it from like, oh yeah, like, you know, uh, supers are now legal and stuff like that. I I think that if you do if you do it from there, you don't really get to see like the, the vastness of how far people can go. And and like kind of like, in, you know, super selling out, supers like, you know, doing advertisements and different stuff like that, you know. And I think if you did like a nice like five-year gap where, you know, Violet's in college, Dash is in high school, and then Jack-Jack is just kind of like, you know, he's Dash's age now. Or anything like that. You know, he's five years old and I he has still, I still don't know. I still think that's to stay the same, not, not the entire same age, like maybe two years. I think I'll split the difference, two and a half years at most. Just to have, age him up a little bit. So they can have these different conflicts, but mm-hmm. like you still need to keep in the same age range because 
of those conflicts and because of what we talked about earlier about like them representing certain stages of like uh, the nuclear family. Yeah, I guess, but I think I, the main reason why I'm, I was going more towards that lengthier thing is because now you have you have you have history that they've now all been through and stuff like that, and you can also have like a separate because uh, these movies were all about the building of the nuclear family and keeping the nuclear family together, and then. The, the third one can be all about you know the separation of the nuclear family like these uh, because with fame or with uh, which are, or with powers and everything like that and being able to be supers they've all kind of you know separated and they and this is all about like them trying to like get back together and trying to like you know become a nuclear become a family again and everything like that and you can even have it seems kind of dark well, I mean, not, <laughs> not necessarily I mean you, you can always have it that like uh, da- like Violet stopped being a super she's much more of like an ambassador she you know she found work somewhere else you know that she liked being a super but you know that wasn't like the biggest thing she was doing you can have it where Jack where Jack I mean where Jack Jack is you know he's a kid and he's still being raised by Mr. and Mrs. Incredible but also he's he realizes that he can you know finish missions in like 10 minutes like he, he's able to use his powers and I would be shocked if they they made Jack Jack like a legit superhero in these movies at like eight, even from age ten. Well, this because, isn't like Avatar: The Last Airbender. As much as I love this <laughs> show, okay, like but but not only that, but also you can have the you can have Dash. Dash could be kind of like Wally West Flash, where he's very cocky. He's very like I'm the fastest man alive. Uh, like he, he is he is that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah. but like but that but that's how you make him and everything like that. And he's like sold out. He's very much like oh yeah, like he's. Like he, like he's um, selling out to like shoes like and stuff Booster like Gold. that. Yeah, like kind of like Booster Gold, hey, or even like uh, the, man's getting paid. All right, or even, um, respect even, like, that. Uh, the superhero from Mystery Men, where he has like a bunch of patches all over his, yeah. all over his super suit, and he's like, it it's has like Reebok cut. and stuff like that, and Coke. <laughs> <Mystery> <laughs> yeah, but I think that would be really interesting, and like you can also and you can have like what is superhero? Like, what does it mean to be a superhero? Is it about like the fame? Is it about saving people? Or is it you know what what does it mean? And I think that would be kind of interesting. I think you could still do all of that with them relatively the same age, is all I'm saying. Also because Brad Bird said he would probably keep them the same age. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So, yeah. I don't like that. But I, I'll probably, don't like it. Nah, I'll probably like it, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one Brad Bird movie people don't like, apparently, is Tomorrowland. And even Gene likes that. I, I, I'm still, che- still going to check it out. I just haven't Well, obviously Disney liked it. Because <laughs> I, I, don't know. Uh, I don't think they did. Well, he chose that over Star Wars 7. But anyways, we've got to move on. we got to move on. Uh, yeah, that's weird to me too. Uh, the other movie that two of us on the panel have seen is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I will see you later. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you, you could be here if you want. I mean, you just gotta. <laughs> I, I honestly don't give a shit. Okay, well. Happens, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It is. it is a sequel to 2015's mega super more money than God blockbuster Jurassic World, directed by Colin Trevorrow. Mm-hmm. We traded out for J.A. Bayona from. The Orphanage, excellent horror movie. The Impossible, pretty good disaster movie. Uh, what was the other Monster one? Calls. Monster Calls, which I have not seen because I it's was good. iffy on it. But well, it's good. I have things to say. I put up a review on the channel and over at Talk Film Society, uh, and I stand by everything I said in that review. Well, you just watched it. You watched it earlier today. I watched it earlier again today. Uh, maybe 30 minutes before we recorded this. What yeah, a couple hours before, but... um. I stand by everything negative I said. The mm-hmm. script is unbearably bad. Uh, it holds back actors and director uh, Jay Biona in, in ways that are unfortunate. But Jay Biona so talented yeah. that everything that worked for me the first time worked even more for me like the second time. So mm-hmm. the bad still bothers me. The good just overpowered it this time. And the first mm-hmm. time I watched it, it was the opposite effect. Yeah. So the set pieces are incredible. 
his use of lights and shadows and like this almost like German expressionistic way. Like it's fucking Nosferatu with dinosaurs at one point, which is just insane. Mm-hmm. Um, the dinosaurs are more monsters than animals, which is unfortunate, but that's not his well, fault some either. Of them. Uh, I, it took me out when I, both times I watched it when the Baryonyx is chasing after Claire and uh, Justice Smith's character so, in the tunnels when lava's falling in yeah. front of it and it's still trying to eat them. Still it's changed. not a zombie. It's yeah. a living creature. And I imagine it would run away. It wouldn't like, go like yeah, off the Lava falls onto its fucking head and it's still trying to eat them. Right. So I got issues. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's My issues that's... are, I think, totally valid. But... The set pieces are amazing. There's just one like long take with the gyrosphere and it falls off the cliff into the water. That was and a good scene. Oh my god, it's like that pulled me totally back into the movie. It's so intense. Uh, and then the entire like gothic horror finale with mm. the haunted house thing with the right. Indoraptor. I was I was in man. That was my fucking shit right there. Yeah, I, I no, felt back in love with the this. problem with that was just like it was just you know there were really good scenes like the uh, Indoraptor. Indeed, what's the in. Indoraptor. Indoraptor. The not Indominus Raptor? Rex. The not Indominus Rex. Yeah. Even Wait, though it is. So they did another raptor. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Well, Indominus Rex was supposed to be a T Rex with a raptor. Yeah. yeah. This one's just a raptor. Raptor with, with more. Him. Raptor. <laughs> raptor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look, but I like, I liked that design. This yeah, time. it was a good design. It was it was creepy. Was the yeah? Was the original name for it? Diabolus. The Diabolus Rex. I wish they went with that name. Just to like go all out, cartoony villain. Okay. But I will say like. The thing with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom wasn't that... I love those sequences, but there's just so much, like, bullshit in between. Like, the, uh, just yeah. all the bullshit in that was movie that, just brought the, it down. Was that raptor, at, where, like, underneath the island? Like, they uh, found no, it? no, no, no. They, they created, they created, they created this one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the how, first how half, the first half of the movie... Very confused. On, like, yeah. No, no, no. I, I got you. I got you. Because, <laughs> you know, even, like, the overall structure of not just this movie, but the overall trilogy that Colin Trevorrow's got working... <laughs> I can't uh, wait till the next. That's, it's, it's good. You bring it back to the park, <laughs> then you head up to the darker sequel with the gothic horror elements before yeah. blowing up the whole franchise. And then the third one is going to be basically Mad Max with dinosaurs. Yeah. What did that's he, a good structure. What wait, did he on, say? Like The end of the movie is just like... Oh, the, 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 dinosaurs, the dinosaurs get out. That's spoiler alert. I already said spoiler alert for this earlier. Wait, right. the dinosaurs get out? Okay, like, so here, here's the structure of the movie. Out, like they're just destroying the, uh, the The first half of the... Uh, first third, I guess, of the movie is the rescue operation and journey to the island. Okay. Uh, they get there. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, they cannot rescue the dinosaurs legally because the U.S. government has decided that... They'll let them die. It's, it's a private enterprise that created these things, so it's a private enterprise problem. The problem with that don't... is... Yeah, they, they don't... They weren't alive. They're not our problem, you know? They're, they're your problem, and no one wants to take care of it. So they, they need to undergo uh, an operation with John Hammond's former um, friend and... Uh, business well, partner. Thank you. Business partner. I don't, what the fuck? I don't know. I can think of that. And um, they're going to go sneak on the island, take the dinosaurs, and bring them back to the mansion until they can that, bring them back to the thing. What's that? Hmm? How long is... Uh, what's his name in the movie? Um, I want to be more specific. No, the guy from the first one. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? From the first Jurassic Park. Like, uh... uh Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. I can't remember. Uh, like, like, Ian Malcolm? He's in there for, like, two, two scenes. minutes. Yeah. Really? Two minutes, probably. Why was he doing so much press? Holy shit. Because he's... Because he got paid, son. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, respect. Jeff Goldblum, and he's, like, Okay, so the rescue operation, and then the second half, or like, the middle third is, like, uh, on this boat where they're escaping the island, and okay. they, they're betrayed by the mercenaries because, of course, they are, yeah, like, no shit, you know? Why would they not? Yeah, because uh, the, the people hiring them are clearly villainous. Like it's not, it's not a twist. 
It, yeah. You know what's they happening. They look villainous. Yeah. Um, except for John Hammond's partner, who is a good guy. That was surprising to me that he wasn't like mustache twirly. So, so he died. Uh, no, he dies, yeah. James Cromwell. <laughs> James Cromwell dies. <laughs> there's no, there's, if he's a good person in, the, in these movies, he obviously so, has do you to wanna, die. Do you want to see this movie now? Well, we haven't even finished explaining it yet. Uh, you know what? Because you, you already know how I am with bad movies. I, I want to see it just so I can know how bad it is, it's, in my opinion. The, the script is so bad, but the direction is right. so good. So I, yeah. I'm like, I'm really split two it's, different uh, ways. Yeah, I'm like it. Who knows? Yeah. I'm not yeah. like it. But yeah, I will say, I, I really... I really disagree with like the viewing experience because for me it's just it was just fucking boring. Like I hate to be like I wasn't bored at all. Even when I like, was frustrated, I, was just I wasn't bored, bored by just like everything I'm, in the middle between those I'm like not sequences. Lie, the structure of that of what you just told me very much sounds like a mad script. That's true. Sounds like one of the activities. That's how Colin Trevorrow. Like it really does sound like they gave somebody like twenty five minutes and they were just yeah they gave Colin Trevorrow like twenty five minutes. The overall story structure is not the problem. It's they gave Colin Trevorrow when people start talking to each other. I'm just like, dude, shut up. Like, what was it? The Franklin was kind of annoying. No, okay, you know what? Franklin was. People didn't like those new characters. I thought they they were fine. The character, like the mercenary characters, were just. Oh, they have fucking Buffalo Bill Ted Levine in this. Yeah. And he has like nothing to do but like grimace and get killed. Why? I don't know. You have Buffalo. You have a guy who played Buffalo Bill. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Make him. Make him. Make him a weird like fucking like dude who likes to like skin fucking dinosaurs. Actually, he does have a little trait where he likes to pull the teeth from dinosaurs, and that's like fucked up. But it's like the movie goes out of its way to like make them into monsters all the time, and then it's like, isn't this sad when they're dying and getting hurt? And it's like, no fucking shit, dude. Of course it's fucking sad. It's a living creature. But you didn't show me them like doing anything else besides stomping on people and eating people. So, they're, so, they're so what the people. fuck? So they're bad people. Yeah, bad. Yeah, it's like no shit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like I mean, his I like his death. It goes on a little too long, but when he gets eaten, because obviously he does. Bad guy? No. No. Uh, there's an interesting idea with him and Claire's arc. They're way more bearable than the first movie. Right. In the first movie, I can't even, like, watch it anymore. Like, like, both of them? No. Both of them. Claire Claire is, like, a real human being in this one, which is nice. Okay. Uh, uh, just, like, in the opening when she's uh, yeah. working at an office, but that's it. She's like, they, they open on that shot because they know that they people are talking shit. And, like, <laughs> hang on, guys. Like, she's in the office, show her heels. On the island, there you go. She's got boots. You happy now? Like, yes, 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 happy. And then she was like, hold on, let me get comfortable. And she takes off the boots. And I would, I would, you know what? I would give him that five stars just for the balls. <laughs> right. Uh, but no. Because like, uh, the writer of Book of Henry really knows women. <laughs> Colin Trevor was only a rewriter. He wasn't even. Oh, that's a whole other fucking oh, okay. can of worms. Um, or, uh, Claire was, Claire's a dick in the first movie. And so is Owen. Owen's a dick in this movie, but he learns to be less he's of a dick. A, he's still a dick in this movie? Yeah, but he's, he's way more... Uh, there's a purpose to his dickishness in this one that there wasn't in the first one. Okay. In the first one, they're just badly written. That's why they're assholes and, like, deserve to die. In this one, they're like, we got to try to do something better. Claire realizes she fucked up, and so it's, her, it's on her, her responsibility to go save these things because before she was just making a profit off them. Okay. It's a good idea. Does... It mostly plays, so I'm like, okay sure. with it. So, are those are the, so uh, which are Chris Pratt and Claire's character, those are the only two that actually, like... Come back, back, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Doctor Wu, B.D. Wong's character from the first Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, makes a small appearance. Only a small appearance? Yeah, he's a secret villain, but you you already know that he's the villain. He's he gets a secret in the first movie. Yeah, he gets away in the first movie. Like, yeah. He was all like, <laughs> yeah, like it's well, like he was flying away. He, in the helicopter. He's, he's, that's a talented dude. I, it's, it's a shame that he's that, this that is dude the is given thing like he's in. he is like really good, 
But he's he's given like, 110%. He, he gives 110% to, like, everything. No. Like, he played Hugo Strange in Gotham. I heard. And, like... I heard. He gives, like, 100... Like, <laughs> For that show. Like, you know what? They, they, they got somebody who's really good, and he's a pretty decent Hugo Strange. Like, yeah. he's pretty fun. No, I think he's Hugo a great Strange. Hugo Strange. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty fun as Hugo Strange. I would Strange. want to see him, like, in a Nolan movie. Yeah, like, it would be really fun to see him in, like, a Not Nolan in movie, some shitty TV but, show. But, like, it, it, it kind of looks like he's on Broadway, and everybody mm. else is in community theaters. Mm. Uh, especially when he's on Gotham and it's really funny when like he's just like when he's giving it like 110% (laughs) and everybody else is calling it the fuck in and like he's just like I'm fucking here I think I think that's (laughs) how I feel about Fallen Kingdom where everything and everyone but what's on the page is given 110% there are actually I think pretty like there's some pretty striking imagery there's some even moments that are like borderline kind of creepy like the finale with like the Indoraptor like clawing at the window a little bit and like yeah. extending itself over the bed. That's gonna fuck up a kid. I think it's yeah. gonna fuck I, up a no, kid. Yeah, I, I I saw that in the in the um, I, which kind of sucks because I, I kind of in the trailers marketing. I wish they didn't use that in the marketing material. You know why they did, right? Because the first trailer came out and they showed the first half of the movie and everyone was like that looks bad, and then they're like, fine, show them the rest. Mm-hmm. Show show them all the cool <laughs> yeah. shit. Show them all the cool shit that we were saving, fuckers. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that that was cool. No, I didn't yeah, even like it that much. I just liked it more. So this okay, time. so so the so the dinosaurs get out, and that's it. Like the, they, like that's uh, how the movie closes. They're just like all yeah. Like, and then um, there's a broad idea in this movie about learning to live with the mistakes. Jurassic Park is about addressing the fact that mistakes were made. Okay. The other sequels are less about that. <laughs> um, to be kind yeah. uh, and to be fair, I I like Jurassic Park: The Lost World okay, and I like Jurassic Park three. For a solid monster movie, this is right there with them for me now. Yeah, okay. where it wasn't before. Um, but the idea, I guess, in this would be that like we've made these mistakes, now we have to live with them. That comes with the genetic cloning. Like, is it ethical? It doesn't even matter by this point. It's, it's, I I wouldn't say it is, but it doesn't even matter because it's here, so we have to learn to coexist with it. I originally thought they were going to go that's, the that's bold. I, I originally think. thought they were going to go like the Westworld route, where like the founders were trying to make like clones of themselves and like. Funny you mentioned that. There is a clone, yeah. uh, little girl in this, at the end. So mm-hmm. kind of, kind of, kind of. They yeah. touch on it. They touch on it yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought, I thought it, it'd be very. Westworld it feels West way more Michael Crichton than any of the other Jurassic Park sequels. Mm-hmm. For stuff like that alone, that's kind of cool. It was cool. I mean, it's 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 cloning is such like a huge thing where it's yeah. like you know it's 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 so controversial mm-hmm. that like no one really mentions the fact that the, all these things were cloned. Yeah, and like we we created things mm-hmm. like cloning them, yeah. and then and we that's, just skip over it. And yeah, and that's, that's, it. that's like a that's a good idea to like confront in a movie like this. Like, is it ethical? I don't know, but. You made them, so you got to be responsible for them, yeah, don't you think? I, it's I, a living thing now. I mean, it wasn't dr- before. I mean, that wasn't that, that was like an entire thing of like Malcolm's like point of like, oh, you they didn't like they they, they were extinct, like they, their existence ended. It like it wasn't that they were like destroyed by like deforestation or you know they were out they were hunted or anything like that. They had their time, and then they got extinct. Mm-hmm. Bringing them back is a bad idea. <laughs> And stuff like that. Cloning is a bad idea, mm-hmm. and so and everything else. And I think that's you know I I, I noticed they never bring it up again. Like they never mm-hmm. no Jurassic Park movie they ever. Bring oh really? And uh, in, in dialogue it's just like in bits and pieces. But again, in Bayona's direction of the action, like not just like the set pieces, but like the way he has his characters like perform in scenes, it feels like it's actually addressing that for the first time in the series. And it's good. Props to him for that because right. he, he just knocked it out of the fucking park. Do Any like, issues people have with this, I don't think are going to be are the, in like are the dinosaurs direction. Smart. Uh, I think they're getting dumber, actually. 
kind of breaks my heart to say. They keep going into lava and stuff like that. Blue and like the Indominus Rex were pretty good. I like blue in this. Yeah. I like blue in this. Okay. She's a cutie and I love her. I'll fight. If anything happens to her in the third movie, I will kill everyone and then myself. Is she, is, is she like his pet now? Like the uh, no. They kind of try to do that, and then they kind of pull back now? from it at the end. No, and honestly, like I don't know how they have she write her. Yeah. Huh? I mean, honestly, that's that's basically where I thought they were gonna go, and they don't. You can write a fucking ostrich, and yeah. that's basically. I guess you could. Uh, I mean, but yeah, how, uh, how they haven't like gone, how they haven't thought of the imagery of him with a machine gun riding on top of uh, a raptor. And gone, well, that sounds fucking cool. Let's do that. <laughs> How that hasn't, like, entered into one of these movies, I have no idea. I don't know. But, um, mixed bag, and I'd still recommend it to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just because, like, I, 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 in I'll terms of, like, it. dumb summer movies, like it, it could movies? do a fucking lot. I saw Pacific Rim Uprising this year. That was bad. Uh, I'm sorry, Gene. I, got, I, I still got it. I know. I, I know. I'm not, I'm not trying to, to knock you down. I'm just saying, like... If you want to see what, what, what it looks like when a, a legitimate horror movie director plays with something on a budget this big, like this is, Dude, I, yeah. I think you could do a lot worse. Uh, for and if you don't want to check it out in theaters, I, if you weren't interested before, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Just but wait for Netflix. Wait, wait for Netflix or a rental. Yeah, get a couple beers and some friends for plane, a fun yeah. late movie night. Plane ride. Yeah. Plane ride. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, know, I, can, I haven't watched. No, no, no. Movie. Plane. Let's talk about this for a second. Let's shift out of Jurassic World, then we'll wrap up the episode. But sure. Plane, plane movies. I think is a very specific, like thing. I think you got to go for something more lightweight than this. No, because this one we get fucking fucked up at times. What, what like Eon Flux? Uh, I, I swear to God, every, romantic comedies. Every every single. When Harry Met Sally is a great plane movie. When, mm. Whenever I go on a plane, I don't know why, but on the on the roster, Eon Flux is always. There. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. It's always like, hey, would you like to watch Eon Flux? <laughs> and because hey, it always pops up first. I'm like, like what were they like? Why? Who's like, oh, this is a great. This is a great fucking plane movie. Eon Flux? No, I think a great plane movie is something that's like... I, I think it has to be like a comedy or something. Yeah. I mean, you're on a fucking anything, plane. I don't have a heart attack. Anything where a plane doesn't crash. Yeah. I'm not gonna... Don't, so don't, don't watch Flight of the Phoenix, so either don't version. Don't watch Final Destination. Final Destination. That would probably be a terrible Alive. one. Alive. United 93. <laughs> yeah. Just fuck up everyone. The Trade Center. Yeah. In general. Uh, no, but uh, I, I do think that like a plane movie should be funny. Like, it should be... Honestly, I feel like a plane movie should be a movie that you can tune in and out of. Yeah. Because in in no matter where, because I feel like Deep Blue Sea, Deep Blue Sea would probably make a great plane plane movie. movie. Because you know why? Because I could fall asleep in the middle of Deep Blue Sea, wake up near the middle to the end, (laughs) and be like, "Oh, all right, cool. I didn't miss much." And stuff like that. Any movie that like if you fall asleep in the middle of it, you wake up, you wake up, you're like, "I didn't miss much. I can still watch this." That's good. Um, shit, I had it. Um, fuck gonna kill me. I don't have it anymore. Someone else bring up another movie. I'm so sorry. Okay. Fucked it all up. I saw License to Win on a plane. License to Win. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> I thought it was very. I thought you know what? I loved that movie. It's it's not Robin Williams' best movie. No, God but no. It's, it, it's still enjoyable. Right. And Robin John Williams Cr- makes even the worst movies he appeared John in Krasinski enjoyable. And, Ro- and Robin God Williams are, are a good pair, mm-hmm. and they're and they, they both play off each other really well. And I, I, I really love that movie. Like I, I honestly, um, it's 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 not a great movie. 
Nice. It's your yeah. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, it's, okay. But, it, but you know what? License to it. Like, yeah. if, if I have nothing else to do and it's like on something or anything like that, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. Sure. Um, I watched Domino on a plane one time. Okay. And I was sitting next to a little old lady. Oh my God. And she just, I could feel the judgment coming from her. Wait, like on your laptop? On my on laptop, computer? yeah. Yeah, this, this was like, oh, it must have been like 10 years ago. Oh shit, we're, we're wrapping up. Oh, uh, I guess. I, okay, we're, we're doing that now. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess plugs. Anything else? Oh, we're, we're, we're already faded to black. Okay, uh, plugs. Yeah, uh, okay, so uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook and Twitter, the Nick Valero, and Facebook, uh, Nick Valero. Follow me on uh, everything else. No, Gene. Follow me on Gene9892 on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, you can follow me at DEWGO Waffles on Twitter. And I don't even remember if that's my Instagram anymore. Uh, the Waffle Press, like and subscribe. Because if you didn't like this, you should like and subscribe anyways. Because you might find something you do like. Like Gene and I's Kaiju show, Talk All Monsters. The Waffle Press Retrospective, which is finishing up the Hannibal Retrospective and getting ready for Predator. Uh, and lots of other goodies. And check back for an E3 video later this week. Yeah, Thanks yes. for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally on.